Hey there, this is your girl Shawanda, and you're listening to Refreshing the Soul Podcast, a show where we bring our experiences and God's truth to refresh the heavy and hard places in your soul. From anxiety to unforgiveness, we'll learn how to come to an honest place in our souls and uproot those hidden lies so that you can discover the unique expression God created you to be in this world. Hey there, everyone. Welcome back to Refreshing the Soul podcast. I am your host, Shawanda Williams. How is your soul doing? How is your soul doing on this week? I pray that it's prosperous. I pray that you are getting encouraged by this word. I pray that you are slowing down and you're reflecting on God and reflecting on who he is, making him greater than whatever circumstance or issue that you may be in, whatever you're even waiting on God to see, I pray that you are reflecting and lifting him higher and seeing him as your provider, as your rest. Pray that this word is opening up windows in your heart and you're allowing God to speak to you, to flood his word, his truth through you. God wants to refresh your soul. He wants to fill you with his his light. He wants to fill you with revelation. He wants to fill you with his perspective of how he sees you, the plans he has for you, how, how much he loves you. He wants to fill you with his love. He wants to fill you with his rest, his rest that causes you not to fear. And right now you hear me, I'm a little pumped up. I just got finished listening to the song that I would give to you at the end of this podcast. It just, it encourages my heart especially for this message that I have for you today. And it's not very long. We're just looking at Psalms 23 and verse four today. If you're new to this podcast, Refreshing the Soul, you know, every month we deal with a heavy or hard place in our soul and we seek God's word and we seek and we hear other people's experiences and the things that they've gone through and what God has shown them and revealed to them. And we pray that through God's word and through the testimonies of others that you are refreshed. And so this month we are dealing with the depressed soul, refreshing the depressed soul. And you know, that depression is that overwhelming of sadness. And sometimes people, they get it. It just comes out the blue. There's waves of it. Certain things can trigger it. And normally I love going into figuring out what is triggering the things in our soul, asking the questions, why am I feeling this? Discovering what type of perspective am I looking at myself? And then learning how to uproot that place with God's word and changing the way we see ourselves and beginning to speak who God says we are. But for this month, God just put it on my heart to read Psalms 23 throughout the month. And each week we're covering a verse and just really talking about the words that come alive to us and well to me, but I pray you're reading this scripture along with me and there are words that's coming alive to you in your heart. It may not be the same words from that I have, but I pray that God is speaking to you each week as we talk about the verses, the first week we talked about Psalms, verse Psalms, verse one, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. We talked about just how God is our provider and how with him we have everything that we need. So when our soul tries to want 
for more than what we have right now, just as David commanded his soul and said, you know what? I shall not. I'm not going to want it. If there's anything that I do want, it's because God gave me the desire for it, right? Because we delight in him. We find pleasure in him. We find safety in him because he is everything that we want and need, Anything that we do want and need is in him. He's going to lead us to it. He's going to provide it. And so when that place in our soul tries to want for something where it's pulling us out of a place where we want to become shepherd and not allow God to be our shepherd, we got to say, hey, no, 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 soul. I command you not to want because I already have everything I need. And anything that I'm desiring, if God wants me to have it, he'll give it to me when I'm supposed to have it. That's a trustful relationship. That's a trusting relationship that you trust God to give you exactly what you want when it's time for you to have it. And then last week, we talked about Psalms 23 and 2 and 3. God is my rest. God is our rest. It says he makes us to lie down. He knows how to cause us to rest. I think we try to rest on our own terms and try to find rest ourselves. And if it's not in him, if it's not in a way of let me do this thing according to how God has instructed me, let me live this life the way he wants me to, let me find a safety and peace in him. If it's not in that way, are we really resting? Are we really able to lay our heads down at night and not toy with the things in our soul that only God can give us rest in. In verse three, it says he restores my soul. We talked about just that restoration, how he'll bring back the loss of appetite that you may have if you are dealing with depression, the loss of appetite to have joy again, to want to do things again. I know that sometimes when you go into that state of feeling sadness, when when sadness overwhelms your soul, it can cause you just to want to be in a place where you just want to be alone. You don't want to be messed with. And you know what? And I'm speaking not from experience, but from people who I have been around and I've spoken to. And maybe for you, that's not your story. So I don't want to act like I know what, how it is for you. Maybe it's different for you. But from the people that I have spoken to and have dealt with this, it's like you kind of want to just soak in it. And it's hard to sometimes get out of it. But God says, he says that he restores our soul. Did you know that God can bring back, that's restore, bring back to make new again, to refresh the place of where there is lack. But again, in Psalms 23, David didn't only recognize God as shepherd, but he recognized him as sheep. I heard Pastor Madhu, Robert Madhu say that in one of his recent messages, he said, you know, In order to recognize God as shepherd, I have to see myself as sheep. Do you see yourself as a sheep today? When you think of a sheep, I know we may think of timid and helpless, but I want you to think of it in a perspective towards, it's towards God. Like I, we, yes, we could act like we got it all together. We could act strong. We could act like there's nothing bothering us on the outside, you know, but When we can go through life with the posture of, I need God, I cannot do this life without God. When you go through a posture through life where I am helpless without him, he is everything I need. 
He is the one who gives me rest. He's the one that I want to lead and guide me because I don't know how to live this life on my own. When we can adopt that type of posture as I am sheep and he is my shepherd, man, that is when we can find true rest. That is when God can restore the places in our soul because now we have opened up that place to him. And if you missed those two episodes, I just encourage you to go back, listen to those episodes. And I know that your your hearts and your souls will be refreshed in that place. But for this week, I want us to focus on Psalms 23 and 4. Psalms 23 and 4. Today's episode is called God is my protector. God is my protector. So Psalms 23 and 4 says, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. I'm going to repeat that again. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Man, those words really just, if you just think about it toward yourself right now, if you are in a a dark season. And a dark season is not always something that's loom and gloom, but it could be, I just don't know the next step. I don't know why I'm where I'm at right now. It's completely dark. I'm looking for answers. I'm seeking God for the next step, the next door I'm supposed to go through. What am I supposed to do? A dark season can be that. If you're in that season, I want to, one, encourage you today in the place where David is saying the shadow of death, the shadow of death. Don't allow a dark season, a place of not knowing, a place of uncertainty to rob you of life because it may look like, I don't know where this is going to go. I don't know how this is going to end. Don't go to a place of where this could go really bad. This could end. This could no. Something can look like death, but it really is a shadow of it. You know, we have to look at our lives through the lens of God. And one of the things that I've learned that recently that has kind of helped me remain steady, even in dark seasons. And those dark seasons are sometimes they're hurting seasons. I shouldn't say season, but times where I I am hurt or I felt broken or I felt alone. One of the things that has held me steady is this truth that God is absolutely good. God is absolutely good. So even when I'm unsure and even when I face something that I didn't expect, Because God is absolutely good, that means that whatever is happening to me or whatever, even if it's something bad and I don't like it, it doesn't change the fact that God is good. Keep that in mind. It doesn't change the fact that God is good. And we say absolutely good because nothing hinges on his goodness. Your situation doesn't need to be good for him to be good. God is good. Hold that in your heart right now. You may be in a dark season, but God is good and God is good to you. And somehow God 
will come through for you. God will make a way for you. God will show you his goodness, but it doesn't change that he is good. And so he's good. And because he's good, one, he's walking with you through the place of uncertainty. He's walking with you through the place of, I don't know the next step or the place of hurt, the place of sadness. God is with you. Goodness is with you, even in darkness. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for you are with me. You're with me while while he said, I will fear no evil. So evil may be present, but I don't have to fear it. So you're telling me God is with me when evil is present. God is with me when I'm going through pain. God is with me when I am at a total loss of words or for what's going on right now in my life. When I'm at a total loss of direction, God is with me. And not just God is with me, but God, the God that is good, that is absolutely good is with me. So now we can change our perspective. Our souls can be refreshed, enlightened in this place that I no longer have to look at a dark season as a place where one, everything is bad. There's nothing good that's going to come out of it. We can change that perspective right now. And I want to encourage you right now, shift your gaze, shift your eyes to the good God that is walking with you. He's a good, good father. You still have good in your life right now. If you choose to believe it, if you choose to see it, no, it doesn't feel good. No, it may not look good in the natural eyes, but if you allow your spiritual eyes to take over just for a minute, God is with you. God is good. The God that is good is with me. And so he's with me while I walk through. Something that my pastor says sometimes, Pastor Tony, he says, sometimes you may hit a place in your life well, where you just feel like you can't run or go as quickly as you as you were before. And I'm kind of paraphrasing. This is not his exact words, but this is what I've always gotten from when he said this. He's, but he says, don't stop. Don't stop at the bump in the road. Even if you have to go slow, then you walk slow. And so here, David says, yea, though I walk. Listen, and no one's trying to stay in darkness or in a place of the valley of the shadow of death. But that come, that just lets me know that this is a place where this can be a place in my soul. This can be a season. This can be an experience. It can be something I'm going through where I have to be here. I'm being led by my shepherd. I'm in a place where I, I recognize I'm the sheep. And as much as I want to run or leave, I know I'm supposed to be here. I'm being led by him. There's some people who's listening right now. You've been listening to God. You've been following God. You've been obeying him. And you may find yourself in a place of where am I going, God? What is next? I didn't know that this was on the schedule. I didn't think this was going to come up on the journey. And I'm here to tell you 
that even in this place, don't stop. Don't stop living your life. Don't stop getting up, going to work, being there for your kids, taking time out for yourself. Don't stop reading your word. Don't stop worshiping him. Don't stop praising him, saying that he is good. Don't stop believing in him. I have to say that again. Don't stop believing in him. He is right there. He says, I'm walking with you through this thing. So you don't even have to fear. You don't have to be afraid of anything coming out to get you because I am your protector. I am your guard. I am your security. I got you. And I'm going to tell you, even me, I've, I've had a question, okay, God, but then why did I get hurt? Why, if, if you're my protector, how did I get to a place of where I'm still getting hurt? And here's the thing. God has given people free will. There are things that people go through that it, it isn't God's will. He doesn't want you to hurt, but he gives us all free will. And so for the person that hurt you, there was a free will there. But I'm telling you, God will protect you and preserve your soul in a way that you will not abandon life because of it. He will protect your heart and mind where you won't go crazy because of it. He will keep you in perfect peace. Keep your mind stayed on him. Keep remembering my God is good. The good shepherd walks with me. And because he's good, even in the place that I'm in now, I can walk boldly. I can walk confidently. I can lift up my head. And hey, it doesn't mean we don't shed tears. It doesn't mean that there aren't places in us that doesn't hurt. We're not void of feelings. We're human. We're going to feel things. We're going to cry and allow yourself to do it. Allow yourself to cry. Allow yourself to feel what you feel. But pour it all out to God because he's your protector. He's going to protect you. He loves you. He loves you with an overwhelming love. You know, I also like that this says that, you know, I don't have to fear because you are with me. You know, I was just thinking about how like when we, especially in these dark places and these times where where things happen and we just, we want it to be over with. You know, the enemy can get us in a place where we isolate and where we feel like we're alone. We're the only person going through this. We're the only person who knows what this feels like. And God doesn't ever want you to feel like you're alone. But if you convince yourself long enough, you will. You will even block the one who, who is to protect your soul. You will block him out of it. I just want to encourage you, don't block him out. By convincing yourself that you are alone, you are not alone. You are not alone. Maybe you've been experiencing this depression, this place of loneliness and sadness for some time now, and you've always allowed yourself to go to a place of like, here we go again. I'm, you know, and you feel like it's just you. I want to challenge something in you right now. When you go to that place, I want you to believe in your heart and speak with your mouth that even in this place, I am not alone. I choose to believe that my God is with me. Just just opening your mouth in that space. See, the enemy 
He wants you to keep doing what you've always done. He wants you to keep your mouth closed. He doesn't want you to know that God is with you. And that's the time where he wants to whisper the most lies. He did it with Eve in the garden. He waited till she was alone so he can whisper lies to her. And I'm here to tell you with God, you're never alone. So even in the place you're in, when the enemy wants to whisper lies, you can say, no, you're a liar because God is with me. I'm not alone. It's not just me. It's not just me in this. Yes, I may feel pain. Yes, I may feel sad right now, but I know that God is with me and I choose to believe that. I know we want to get rid of the feeling first, but we have to change our perspective. We have to change what we're, how we're seeing ourselves, And then the feeling will come. It will catch up with it. Your soul will catch up. The part of your soul that feels will catch up to that place in you that is choosing to believe. The joy will start to come because you'll begin to think, God, my God is with me. I remember when. He was with me through this, how he got me out of this. I thank God for my the breath that I have in my body. I thank God for him even waking me up this morning. Like God is with me. Convince yourself that God is with you. Don't allow the enemy to rob you of life. Don't allow the enemy to rob you of peace. Don't allow yourself, your old self, the old way of doing things. Don't allow that to rob you of the God that's walking very close with you. We just have to believe. This verse also says, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. It's interesting how, you know, the rod and the staff that's used to kind of guide the sheep, keep them in line, and also use to kind of beat off predators. You know, it says they comfort me. And that word comfort It's not a word that is to like, oh, for you to feel cozy inside, to feel all good. But that comfort is is strength. It means strength. You're leading, you're guiding. It strengthens me. I can be strengthened in this dark place. I can be strengthened even in the season that I'm in. I can be strengthened When I'm moving slow, I'm not moving at the pace that I was before. I'm literally walking now. I have to walk this out day by day, but I can do it in strength. Not my strength. He says, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Wow. Knowing that I'm being led by you, knowing that I'm being guided by you, but also know that you are, you are protecting me. You're protecting me from predators. Knowing that you are there as my guard, that is what strengthens me. I realize I'm not doing this on my own. I realize that I don't have to have this mindset that it's all on me. That is me, myself, and I. No, me, myself, and and the Lord. Me, myself, and the good shepherd. That's who it is. If it's going to be three of us, it's going to be four or five of us because it's God, God the Father, the Holy Spirit, and the Son. They, they come in and then me, myself, and I. Four, five, six of us because it's not us by ourselves. We can't take on that mentality. God, if you are allowing yourself to be led by God, Hear what I'm saying. If you are allowing yourself to be led by God, no matter what place you enter, 
He is still with you. He is still with you. And not only is he with you, he is strengthening you. He is strengthening you because you're allowing him to lead you. It may not be the place that you would want to go. It may not be the place that you would want to be in right now, but that doesn't mean you can't have strength in it. That doesn't mean you're unprotected. So I just really want to encourage our hearts with that today. Just reminding you that God is your protector and that he's with you and that he's guiding you. And that protector, I don't know if you realize, but God literally has never lost anything. He's never lost a battle at all. So the one who's protecting you is is someone who doesn't lose, like he can't lose. And we have to remember that. When we say a good God, I mean, he's a good protector, a good fighter, a good warrior. Sometimes I think I say, thank you, God, for being my warrior. Take the battle off of you. It belongs to the Lord. It's not your battle. He's your protector. There's this song that I want you to listen to. It's called Never Lost by C.C. Winans. Such an amazing song. It encouraged my soul so much. I love the words that says, right now, I know you're able and my God will come through again. You can do all things. You can do all things but fail. Because you never lost a battle. You've never lost a battle. And I know you never will. I just love that. God has never lost a battle. It may feel like you have lost right now. It may have felt like something was stolen or taken away from you. But if you believe in your heart right now that God is with you, then the one who's never lost and who will never lose a battle He's with me. So I haven't lost. I have him. We have him with us. I don't care if it looks like loss. I don't care if it looks like a broken relationship. I don't care if it looks like a demoted or not the job you wanted or not the pay you wanted, not the outcome you wanted. Maybe there's some results, some tests you got back. I don't want to diminish the pain that we get. When we receive certain news, sometimes the things that hit us in the gut, I don't want to diminish that at all. Please hear my heart. I know what it feels like to be broken, to be hurt, to be in a dark place, to be confused, to want the answers like how God, when God. But I've also learned that God is really with me and that he is good and that he doesn't lose anything. So somehow he will work this together for the good. He has to. That's his nature. And I believe that that's his nature. Are are we going to truly believe God's word? Are we truly going to believe who God is? Remember, this is about who God is. It's not about me. It's not about you. It's not even, it's not about the situation that you're in, but it's like, okay, but God, I know who you are. 
You're a God who has never lost a battle. So this thing that I'm in that looks like lost to me, I'm going to choose to believe there's something around the corner. I'm going to choose to believe somehow this is all going to work out for a, a, for your glory, for your namesake. Amen. So let's end right now with our confessions. I want you to confess this over your soul, over your heart right now. Believe it. God is still on the throne. I just hear that right now. God is still on the throne. He hasn't gotten off. He hasn't taken a break. He's not resting. He's alive. He's working on your behalf. He's fighting on your behalf. And he said, I'm not going to lose this one. So repeat after me. The Lord is my shepherd, my provider, my rest, my protector. Though I may be walking through a dark season, I will not be afraid because my protector is with me. I will continue to walk because I am not alone. I walk with a God that is able to come through again and again. I walk with a God who can do all things but fail. I walk with a God who has never lost a battle and who never will. Amen, amen, and amen. All right, everyone, that wraps up this week's episode. Thank you for tuning in. Please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast so we can get refreshing to those souls who need it. Also, don't forget to head over to Amazon where you can purchase that 30-day devotional Rest for the Soul by yours truly. Um, You want to get it in your hand. And just remember, soul care is self-care. Until next time, bye-bye.